everybody. Welcome back to Barrels and Booty. Today we have special guest Steph joining us. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Twerked the wrong way. Equal opportunity. Some of that chocolate. We do, we, equal opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Don't discriminate here on Barrels and Booty. Oh, <laughs> okay. What we talk about? Uh, we talked about mental health. We talked about dating. We talked about sports. Pandemic. 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 We hit a lot of different Education, topics. Children. All the fun Education. stuff. All the fun stuff. All right. Um, enjoy. Hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Um. Trap, no, 24. Shell cases on the floor. Let's right. tell a good unisex bathroom. You know what I mean? Keep around. it nice and clean. Don't fuck around. Laura keeps his whole place clean. He gets good. mad because I have dogs. So if there's a dog hair, he's like, your, your dog, dog is sick. Your dog, dog is sick. You shouldn't have that much your dog, dog hair, child. No, she's a fucking husky. I don't know what that means. It's the kind of dog that just sheds a lot. Sheds a lot, okay. <sighs> you're, we don't need the outside inside. I know this is on my laptop. So, I'm just saying. So, Seth just told me. Yes. He took his, you said junior year? So, yesterday, right? I was like, yeah, you have Steph, Steph's cool, blah, blah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he has, he has a kid, he has a daughter, right? They're like, how old? I'm like, like, I don't know, like, not like six, but like definitely at the age you can leave them by themselves, right? So, <laughs> so, so, I was like, so, like, so you can leave them at 12? So I was like, so probably like 12, right? So, I ended up yesterday, confirms like, hey, Steph, she you know, like, good for 11.30. He's like, yeah, yeah, I just dropped my daughter off to college. I'm like, oh, shit, shit. shit. She's like, oh, shit. Don't leave her alone. She's like, oh, shit. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Where's she going to school? Uh, North Carolina A&T. Very nice. I say how old I is. Listen, I'll... Yeah, yeah, she's done things alone. All right, yeah, so... She's at this age, I hope. Junior yeah. college, not, not 12. I'm like, yeah. God damn. And we met there because she had to drive her car down. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, so this year is the year she brings her car to campus. That's big dog time. Yeah. I didn't make it to college that long. Yeah. <laughs> Be able to drive by. I started taking the bus to BCC. <laughs> BCC brought me to college. <laughs> I made that assumption. I figured yeah. I got punted out after my freshman year. Who ain't for everybody? No, no, it is not. Right. So we got Steph here today, my boy. Hey, hey. How long knew Steph? When we meet? I remember when we meet. It was my first year seeing pro football ever. Right. On the Titans. So yeah. my first year seeing pro football, <laughs> this has been like 06, right? Of course it's called yes. the Titans. The Titans. The Titans. Remember them? Remember them. <laughs> so it was like 2006, right? right? You know, I played college ball, and when I left college, I didn't know there was football that didn't exist outside the NFL, and yeah. like rather college football. Mm -hmm. So I was in Powerhouse, Powerhouse Jim in the Bronx, shout yeah. out, uh, RIP actually. Right. Powerhouse Jim <laughs> in the Bronx, they didn't make it through the pandemic. <laughs> and they had like pamphlet, like signs up saying, you know, semi-pro football, blah, blah, blah. I was like, huh, what's this, right? <laughs> Back in my head, and then somebody played, went to high school, it reached out to me, said we got a team. I learned about semi-pro football, mm -hmm. right? And then I came to the Titans. And then came into a culture of fun shit that I didn't know existed. <laughs> a whole community. A whole community fun. of fun. So, so you guys so, since 06. Together. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 06. It was a whole community that I so did. You guys not are know ridiculous. About. Got it. You play football together. She thinks all football plays are ridiculous. You're all ridiculous. Why? I'm not. I'm not allowed to talk about the stories. Leroy has told me. So I just think all football players are ridiculous. There are no stories. <laughs> there are no stories. No Your stories. 5 a.m. stories at the gym. Yeah. Let me tell you the story about this time. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. blah, blah myself. Right. There we go. <laughs> blah, blah, blah is correct. 
Um, so all football players are ridiculous. All of them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, same pro football. Obviously, you know, most of us will get paid to play. You have to have a real right. job. Right? You describe us as position because every position comes with a different I try to just cater them on that because it's not the same. Yeah, it's okay. Not, it's not the same. So what was your position? I'm a DB. Okay. That's the corner. See, if, if they come fly like this and shit, <laughs> and they got to fit, the, the flyer they are, more likely they're like DB, right? Now, There's once you us. once you There's bump us. down levels, like if you kind of fly, right, you're probably a safety. If you if you like a tweener, which I'm at, yeah. you know, I'm like, I dabble. I don't need my whole outfit legit, but some shits need to be legit, right? So, so linebacker safety, right? right? I'm a dabble, mm-hmm. right? The whole shit don't need to be together. Cornerback, yeah. yeah. whole shit's together Everything's all the time. Together. Cause they on stage. They on stage all the time. On the island, by themselves. Yeah. Just posing? Is that what you did? Yeah. Covering and receivers. Posed. You were yeah, like, look at me. Yeah, look at me. Look at my socks, Don't my give swag. me the ball. Just look you at gotta me. You got to look at me. So, That's semi-pro perfect. football, you actually have to have a real job, too. Right. Naturally. So, Steph, you're a teacher, right? Yeah. I'm an educator. Well, I'm a dean now. You're a oh, you're a big dog now. Yeah. I'm a big dog. Yeah. All right. I'm a small I'm a cog in the wheel. Okay. Okay. So, talk to us about, like, you know, being a teacher, well, you're, you're a dean now, but like, you know, teaching what you taught and even during like pandemic where teaching had to change and stuff like that. Like, talk a little bit about that. How is that so, different? Like, teaching or, or being in that school system were you and then that changed during, during like the no, pandemic. Era. But I was still with the school system. Okay. So mm-hmm. I never actually physically went into the classroom and taught. I went straight into the other realm. Oh, okay. But my area of expertise yeah. is behavioral dysfunction. So we have all those children that are, um, we have different, but we have on the spectrum, which is mm-hmm. autism, things mm-hmm. of that nature. But then we also have the behavioral issues, which are, you know, children that may have ADHD, yeah. ADD, yeah. schizophrenia, multiple personalities, like just mm-hmm. a realm of like different behaviors. Okay. So for us, being in the pandemic was very challenging yeah. because these are children that it's hard to keep their attention. Yeah. And now you put them in front of a screen. It's even worse. It's yeah. even worse. Mm-hmm. So attendance down. Drop. You know, right. Because first you got to then look at the income level of who we are working with, which is lower. So right. now you got to get equipment to them. Because most of them didn't even have a computer. Have a computer. So yeah. you now have to wait till everybody gets their tablet or their mm-hmm. laptop. And then finally, and then once that happens, then the parents have the struggle of actually getting them yeah. to log on. Right. And then once we got them on, how do we keep how do you keep them? Yeah. You know, how do we keep them with their cameras on? Right. Because that was another issue. Can we keep them with their cameras on? Mm-hmm. My thing was whether your camera's on or off, if you were there, that's good enough. Right, because you attended at least. Right, you're at least there, you're mm-hmm. attending, and then slowly but surely some of them would just turn it on. Okay. Once you started to get, you know, we got the hang of it and everybody was comfortable. Yeah. You know, because everybody lives in different situations. So that's a part that we didn't really account for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I may not want to turn my yeah. camera on. 100%. If my situation isn't the best, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want people to see it. To see it, yep. yeah. You know, so that was something you had to take account for. So, but it, it worked out. That's dope. It worked out. It took What's time. What's the age range? Middle school, like which middle is school. the hardest. That's hard. Yes. It is the sixth school age. So I don't have any kids. I had two kids. <laughs> I always say, like, junior high school age, middle school age, the worst fucking kid age yeah. ever. Yes. Yeah, Especially right. for dudes, right? Because boys, you're in junior high school. We, right. we, we could say grown shit, mm-hmm. right? But we're not old enough where grown up could put like hands. <laughs> so you say wild shit <laughs> at junior high school age. You say wild shit. Nah, you do because you test it. And he's like, this one, you gonna hit me back. Yeah. 
back, right? right? High school is different. Oh, you in high school, a dog gonna put hands on you, <laughs> right. so you you check it a little bit. Junior high school age, all the kids that have junior high school, different kind of kids that have in high school. It's that middle area, right? Where yep. like you're not a baby anymore, so you get it, yeah. but you still mm-hmm. want to play. Yeah, but they also are going through puberty. Yeah. Right. Also, it's a part. huge thing. Uh, and you don't get that time is running out. You get that in high school, like oh. Real life is about to hit me yeah. in about four years, yep. three years. But in middle school, you still Not think, I got all the time in the world. 100%. <laughs> so, and this, and you know, you do your youth yoga, right? Yeah. And you, what were the ages for yours, generally? So, all the way from daycare, which like the babies were like a year. Yeah. All the way to like 12 years old. As well. Yeah. Mm. So, so that's interesting. So like, yeah, we, have, we have the kids. So in like daycare, They'd have kids up to the age of five, and so they'd have like the one-year-olds on the mat participating. Listen, let me tell you, watch those little kids, they learn stuff. Yeah. Because yoga is not just about the movement, mm-hmm. but it's about connecting to your breath, which really helps okay. because you can all of a sudden calm down. You know what I mean? Mm. Teaching children how to regulate their emotions using their breath is, right. I think, amazing and I think every person should learn how to do this and so that's basically what my job was during the pandemic it was less about um because when you do it with the kids it's like fun songs and stuff and you'll teach them like a pose or two and you'll teach them some Sanskrit and so they get excited about these things but it was always about connecting them to their breath and showing them how when they took like these really deep breaths how it made a difference in how they felt Mm -hmm. and so during the pandemic I had kids all over, I had kids in, like, and we just did it on Zoom, and I had kids in Greenwich, I had kids in Scarsdale, I had kids in Yonkers, I had kids in Mount Vernon, okay. I had kids in New Rochelle, I had kids, um, where else, and I had kids in Norwalk, and it was a lot, and yeah. you know what I mean, just getting them to right. just participate, because sometimes, I literally, depending on their age, just sit there and just listen, just listen yeah. to them about yeah. what they had to say, mm-hmm. and we would just do breathing exercises. Essentially, okay. I would just have them close their eyes and breathe for a few minutes. Sometimes that's all we did. Yeah. Just connect to their breath so they could find some sort of calmness. Right. You know what I mean? So we had, we had kids in different stages. So you had like, you know, let's say 1 to 12. Mm-hmm. You had middle stage. Most of the kids I interacted with down the town was high school kids. Yeah. Right? So we get them at different stages. And pandemic time is just essentially giving them something to do, keeping them consistent, keeping them active here, yeah. right? Especially when things are shut down, right? right? And, you know, they, they, it's real easy for these kids. And demographically, it's different, obviously. Right. But, like, just to kind of sit around, play Xbox, play Fortnite, and not, <laughs> not, come, out the, not come out the house, right? So, like, we make a lot, we make fun of, our, like, partici- participation trophies a lot, mm. right? But, I mean, if you could get a kid out, yeah. And active, yeah. Especially now when they have all these things right. at all the home, things to keep that's inside. that's big. <laughs> that's big. So you know that was the thing is keeping the kids active and and healthy and all that other stuff. Yeah. And, and as uh, adults, do we struggle? Like I struggle. Yeah. You know, struggles. like I actually yeah. went down like three to four pant sizes during yeah. the pandemic. It was crazy. Well, and I mean, you get, you, you you're you're in Yonkers or the uh, Mount Vernon or the Bronx? The Bronx. The Bronx, right? It's different too. <laughs> but like it's different too, especially where you were in the pandemic, right? right? Because you know, I was in front of the Bronx, I had family in the Bronx. This shit was wild during pandemic time with people. But see, I live in Pennsylvania. Okay. And I was home. Pennsylvania. Oh, you're home. I was home. Yeah. And it, our 
situation was a lot different than down there because everybody mm-hmm. spaced out. Yeah. So we were yeah. out and about and you guys were doing good. things. We just, you know, mm-hmm. we just couldn't do certain. But there was a lot of things like I think liquor stores closed down there. They closed down the liquor stores? Did they close down out there? I what? thought they were open they forever. Were open. I think, you know what? It was the reverse. <laughs> they didn't close for, that shit. For us, they closed down the liquor stores we were closed. Huh. So I would come down here yeah. grab mad bottles and then come back up. Back. <laughs> yeah, see? Hustle. But, but that's the thing too, right? So, you know, for, so for me, when the pandemic happened, you know, it's just, it was an opportunity to do something different within the same realm of what I was doing, right? And it's just the same kind of mentality. Like, oh, you guys don't got liquor there? I got liquor here. I'm going to grab it and we'll get right. you some liquor, right? So it's the same kind of mindset, same thing with you, right? Yeah. Like, you were able to kind of branch out, open up and do yoga on your own, mm-hmm. you know, when things like that happen. So it was just an opportunity to kind of refocus right. and your energies. So mm-hmm. lucky I was able to do that for the pandemic. I gained weight. You First got big? month. Because I didn't know yeah. what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, oh, I have a drink. Yeah. I have another drink. Yeah. I'll hang out. I'll chill. I'll watch a show. Yeah. And then after like a three weeks, I looked in the mirror. I was like, oh, no. This is bad. No, literally, because I was working from home. I was mm-hmm. like, if I start drinking, I won't stop. Like, who's going to stop me? So I, I will give like, who's, I was like, I will gain. I'll tell you guys some funny shit. Me. So mm-hmm. because I, I still had to work remotely, right? Yeah. So my days are still stuck. However, it came, it came to bacon for me. Bacon. So not bacon, baking. Bacon. Bacon. <laughs> bacon. So so I'm like I'm making oh, lemon cookies. I Yo, it. I baked like I the first like three weeks a I lot, a and yeah. I looked in the yeah. mirror <laughs> because like I'm not gonna eat one thing. Yeah. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna yeah. eat the whole fucking eat cake. Everything. Obviously. We're different so, in that way though. I, so I looked in the mirror. I, hit, I turned sideways. Yes. Not, not even a little bit. I turned sideways. I'm like, yeah. What we what we doing? Yeah. You know. But it's but from the pandemic, right? Because right. you don't, you're out your routine right. and you're home a lot, right? Yeah. right? Home. You're home. Oh, yeah. So well, I lost weight because when I was teaching yoga, I was just, like driving constantly, like eating on the run, never like sitting still. I was at home teaching okay. yoga. Mm-hmm. I could make all of my food and I would, my dogs, I would go on walks like oh, for hours. Okay. Is I that why that one dog is, is? She's. Fine. Okay. She's a husky. Mm-hmm. That's why she sheds. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, sure. She just makes me. Right. I always talk into the mic when it makes me mad. <laughs> bring a dog here into you. the gym. Into the gym. Into the gym. So disrespectful. I have like three lint rollers. <laughs> he sees he he's only happy when he sees me outside at my car lint rolling right, before right. I come in. Before you come. It's the yeah, only absolutely. time he doesn't give me shit about it. That's <laughs> effort. Yeah. All right. That whatever. was effort. That's whatever. what I associate that with. I don't want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I gained weight because before that, yeah. it's the routine. Yep. And I coached high school football at the time, mm. so I was always active, right. always, always running moving. around, always moving. So after that moment in the mirror, mm. I said, <laughs> "Okay, I got to do something." And luckily for me, actually, yep. there was a friend of mine that was doing something. Shout out to True Fitness. All right. And uh, was a female, a young lady that had teachers gym in the Bronx at a school I was coaching at. Oh, cool. And she had online. Yeah, yeah, and I started logging into yeah. it. Yeah, that's what he was doing. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, so he oh, you didn't invite me, man. I put everything on. I put everything on social media. So he had everything, he had, everything, everything, everything on social media. He let me medias. borrow. <laughs> let me and my sister borrow like dumbbells and kettlebells from the gym, and we just worked out from yeah. home. And he had like different plans to do, so we did those workouts. Okay. Until yeah. it was I came up back there. into the gym. So on the social media, I promoted. Yeah. I turned it into, like, you remember double sessions? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 two-a-days. Yeah, it was, oh, I turned it into mm-hmm. two-a-days. I get up in the morning, do true fitness with mm-hmm. my friend that, and then I go out to the hills, run the hills. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the hills, man. 
Yeah. That's that Jerry Rice shit. Yeah, yeah. The hills. No hills for me. <laughs> <laughs> no hills for me. Uh-uh. So, all right, so that's interesting. So, like, you were able to take an aspect of what we grew up with playing football, yeah, the structure right? Stays. And then just... Ashes of football is different for me. I play football for one reason. I was trying to fuck people up. Right. <laughs> yes. Savage. 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 The way he hit people. Queen, I'm sure. Savage. I'm sure. Well, listen, real I'm quick. Sure. So we were in Jersey somewhere uh-huh. playing. Uh-huh. Here he comes down here like a missile. That's what you just see. Yeah, not surprised. And this guy gets hit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard. We're all celebrating, having a good yeah. time. I'm looking for because I'm over there on the side. I'm like, wow, that, that looked like it hurt. He's that laying there. Like I'm like, damn, you ain't not get up. <laughs> and then he pops up, goes to the yeah. sideline, and proceeds to take all his clothes off. I've never seen it anything like that. I've never seen anything like that. Am I lying? I'm like, nah, Listen, yeah. he starts taking off the pads, the shirt. Like, I'm never playing this sport again. No, 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 I've never seen nothing like that in my life. I said, this guy's getting undressed. He's finished. Not for the day. For the season forever. Like, he may have never played football again. Did you ever play football again? No, that was the other kid. Oh, yeah, that's the kid that he hit. That's the kid that he hit. You me? Oh my god, that's dramatic. I'm high school, Pee Wee, college, so I figured it was him. Indoor, I've never, I've never seen anyone do that. Just do that. They were done. Hit. Wow, boy, good for you. You hit hard like a bullet. Like, so, like the one thing about, the and this is the one thing. I, I, all right, I'm gonna take this conversation away. Pat di- yourself on the back. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it's just, it's just different. One, how much state is and how the world is now, and so on and mm-hmm. so forth. Right? I'm gonna touch your manhood playing football. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to hit you as hard as I fucking can. Of course you are. And to see if you're going to fold or not. And I'm, I'm going to base my respect off my opponent. That. And if you fold, I'm going to keep hitting you till you quit. <laughs> if you don't fold, I'm going to respect you. And it would be cool after that. But I'm going to try to fuck you up. But, like, I, I had a switch because yeah. I wasn't, like, a rah-rah person. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like, Arr! Like, I'll do that shit and then laugh the next play. No, right? Don't. Because... You don't hold on to anything. Yeah, but that's always there. <laughs> Fair Which enough. is why you can just switch it on, Got right? It. Um, yeah, but no, nah, that's I play to I play to fuck people up, but it's within the context of the game, you know. It's just I was just I played to then you pay good. for it, <laughs> feel good. But I also did those things. See you, yeah, yeah. Like, so well, you can do both things. You could like you could listen. I I got down. <laughs> I have as many socks as I've had at once. <laughs> you know, listen. I only had two socks on. He had fifteen. Even the summertime, which is crazy. I played to live another day. I know. <laughs> and there were times in the game when I'm holding on to somebody. I'm just like, you might want to go down because the next person that comes, That's they're going to get you. That's the guy you want. You want to go down with me. I'm going to take care of you. Lay you down nicely. We'll roll together. Right? It'll be done. Hey, I go to work the next day. Quick okay. process. If you struggle and if you fight, one of these type of people are coming, oh. and, and they're not going to be as nice. Fuck you're your like, you're whole gonna shit. The devil. Oh. <laughs> He's going to take you down. Yeah. I do miss that. Yeah. The yeah. discipline that football taught you, yeah. you implemented that in your life to mm-hmm. make sure that you were okay during mm-hmm. the pandemic. Like You went back to that I went discipline. back to the roots of working it. out mm-hmm. twice a day and making yeah. sure that I'm eating right mm-hmm. and, and the things that I did when Habits I was playing. to make you mm-hmm. Habits, right. keep Habits. you healthy. Right. Because I did the same thing. I started doing yoga every day, and I started meditating again because I knew those two things were going to keep me mentally where mm-hmm. I needed to be because like we had no idea what was happening. Yep. Obviously. Yeah. 
Bring it back yeah. to the basics. It was an uncharted territory yeah. for us. <laughs> Two things I, I do. Two things I always do. We I encourage people anymore. to shoot their shots. Thank you. Yeah, right? You gotta shoot. And, and I also never, never do anything to talk shit about somebody's okay, other. About, you know, even when I was out and about, we can talk about like crazy dating though. That's funny because there's like insaneness. There is a well, dating insane. now is way it different is, than what I was out and about. I I'm out and about in 12 years. Yeah, <laughs> you, if you could tell your dating story, could you tell the story about how you left that chick at the gas station? That might be my favorite story I've ever heard. My I'm not, I'm not, oh, damn it. It's like my most favorite story. I'll tell the story because it's a funny story. It's the funniest, it may not make it. So this is this. for joining us here at Bar Bell and Booty. We're placing you on a brief hold while we tell each other ridiculous and inappropriate stories that are not appropriate for the internet. Please take a moment to rate, like, and subscribe. Alicia, I was a younger Leroy back then. This is way different. The younger Leroy. Well, you know, dating has taken a turn, and what I say is like it's just—it's so easy to find people yeah. mm -hmm. that now it's almost like we live in this upgradable world. Like when it comes to like iPhones, you get your iPhone yeah. 10. Yeah. Next year, 11, 12. Right. So you just, okay, okay. Cool. And it's that way with you get on an app and yeah. you're, maybe you're dating someone that's actually interesting mm -hmm. and you like them. Yeah. But if you get on that app, mm -hmm. you have the temptation Access. of maybe the grass is greener over here. Yeah. Right. And you start swiping. Yeah. And then you, then you go and check that person. Right. And, and then you, you get, get back, back on the app. Maybe it's better over here. So you never put roots down when you didn't have those choices. Right. I think dating was a lot simpler. To your point, you it's easy, access. right? Because yeah. in the whatever the first stages are, whoever you're interested in, right. like is first stages, yeah. right? Right. Meaning like you're you're active-ish right. in those first stages, right. right? So it's almost like you don't have a chance, or if you go more, you don't give yourself a chance to attach yourself to this person that you're with already. But also because everybody's so accessible. Like you can yeah. just text them, mm -hmm. yeah. them whatever. Mm -hmm. You can DM them on Instagram, anything. Right. You can always constantly be talking right. when like, I'm like thinking about like dating in like middle school. We didn't right. have cell phones. <laughs> like you had to like call them. It's crazy you had to, like, cell phones take... in middle school. I got, I got my first I got one senior year high school. in high school. Yeah. I got yeah. a cell phone in high school. Okay. But I'm just saying like, you had an opportunity to miss people. You weren't constantly talking to people. Right. You weren't constantly checking up on people. Because right. there's so many crazy things where people are constantly like, if you're like, I put a ton of stuff on my social media. So if okay. people want to see me, they can mm -hmm. just see me whenever they want. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? And so that's a thing. I think people have lost that sort of Because of the access. Illusion. Yeah. yeah. yeah they get their fix. Exactly. Just log on. Those dopamine hits. Right. Right? Oh, yeah. Those dopamine hits. That's, That's the gift and the curse of social media as well. You know, you have to be careful how much you buy into it. And it's up to the person, right? Like, I, like I find it interesting when people like, you know, I have to take social media breaks and stuff like that, or yeah. or people who say they actively hate social media, it's right? So good. And like, I I, I get actively hate it. So yeah, yeah no, I, like I don't think kids have social media, right? So that's no, I'm, I'm no, a, so, so I'm pinning that, right? So so pun that we get established kids, and, yeah. and right. I even think people in high school don't even need social it's media, too right? Much to right. So we'll say for yes. adults though, right? But if you're an adult, for the most part, you control ninety nine percent of your content, oh, for sure. right? Yeah, except for sure. except for the shit that they advertise to you, yeah. you can't control that. I mean, you can, but they can't, right? They're trying to sell you shit, right? So ninety nine percent of your content, like so for me, right? Yeah. If I don't want to see it, I'm not going to follow it. Yeah. yeah. And Facebook, because and Facebook, family's tricky, 
makes it really easy Delete. to block and mute. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I have it because I have it. Yeah, make it really easy to block and mute people without them knowing they're blocked and muted. Mm. Right? So, you can do that on Instagram, too. Okay, so you can do it on Instagram, too. Right. right? So there's steps for you to actually enjoy social medias in a positive way. Right. It's people that make it shitty. Yeah. So if you're if you have issues already, oh, no, I just think that I just don't enjoy people. That well, no, no, not you. You just don't like social media. Yeah, no, I don't like it. I'm not into it either, but I need it for work. Same. You know, like ninety percent, ninety percent of my posts are work related posts. Yeah. And on Facebook, every once in a blue, I'm gonna talk some shit about the Cowboys or the Giants or right. you know Kobe. But like that's, I might post on Facebook once a month. Mostly. Well, you can't buy in as well. Like you yeah. can't log in because every time you log in and you see people, you're usually gonna see them at their best. The representatives. They're always on vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're always wearing the best stuff. Not real life. And that's not real life, not right? Real life. So I have to, in my mind, I've turned into it's a fantasy. Yeah, it's Some fake life, right? It's fake life. Mm-hmm. You log on when you want. You show them your highlights, right? And then you disappear for a little while. That's it. Do you dress like this all the time? No, no. But even when even when he's off, he's on today. But even when he even when he's off, he's on. So listen, there was a point. There was a point in my life, right, where if I was going to the store, right. I made sure I matched. You know, mm. you know. No, nah, I don't care no more. I was that, but again, this is way back when. This is younger Lord, right? right? Because I was like, I don't care whatever you generally don't care. I don't care at all. He says I'm frumpy. He says I'm bohemian frumpy. I'm like, okay. No, what, what is like, what did I call you? Uh, chic. Um, then you made it nice. Because I was like, I have never looked frumpy a day in my life. Nah, chic thrifty? You were like, I don't remember what you yeah, said, like, but you like made me chic thrifty. And I was right. like, thanks. You know, like, like your look is like, listen, you can pick up all these things at the thrift store, but, but I'm going to make it look dope. Thank you. You're welcome. That's, That's nice. a thing for you. That's not what you said. You're complimenting me here. You did not compliment me. I said in real something life. relatively similar <laughs> you to that. Compliment me in real life. Right? Whatever. But uh, no. I, listen, I used to. I used to make sure I match all the fucking time. I mean, as we age, right, the court of public opinion starts to not matter. Before. Doesn't care. Oh, I don't care. I you know? Care. Oh, you never no. care. See, no. I did care. Like, I did care too. But it's, I feel like, and this could be a gender thing, mm-hmm. where it could definitely be a gender if you're thing. active and hunting, you kind of have to care. Right. Enough. Because, because if you're out in the store, you might meet You might meet. And if you're looking like a... You can't have right. an off day. You can't be like, hey, right. listen, if you, let me change. Right. Stay and here. If I'm in my pajamas, <laughs> I walk up to you in the yeah. grocery yeah. store. You well, may... I'm be... not going to be walking around in my pajamas. I'm not saying but that. But people do that. Okay. That's a lifestyle. I mean, I... That's something else. <laughs> it's not different from my pajamas. Sweats with some holes in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you got to come this point, a certain way. At this point, Ugg slippers all year round. Because it's the first time T-shirt. Years ago, somebody said to me that a person's opinion on you is none of your business and I think for that it just like hit home and I was like oh I don't I don't care well uh, I will say addressing for me I was taught dressing well is a form of good manners generally right so like I'm gonna dress the same thing (laughs) no but like I'm gonna dress no matter where I'm at whether it's football whether it's here kind of whether whether it's whatever I am I'm gonna make sure I'm dressing because for me that's a form of um, good manners, showing respect for where we are. You always say, "Look good, feel good." Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, deal. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. A, look good, feel good, play good. That's a real thing. You pay, they pay good. You eat good. You eat good. You live good. It all marries, you know. So it's important, and I think that you know, when it comes to just when it comes to like dating and just finding like who your person is, as you age, it starts to change too. Like the longer, if you remain single past a certain age, you start to not give a fuck. 
Right. It's about certain stuff. You get stuck in like where you are, which on some level is bad. Or good, right? Right, or good, because then you don't, you won't know how to bend sometimes. True. And I was like, no, I am what I am. Yeah. And I don't got to deal with that. You know what I mean? So there's a good and bad right, right? There's a good, there's a goodness in the sense that you're your adult self and you're comfortable being who you are no matter right. what, right? The bend part is the thing that's tricky, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're setting, your ways. you're setting your ways and if you want a relationship to work, you have to make yeah. some changes and adjustments. Right. Compromise. Which is, is hard to compromise which the older you get. You know what I mean? And then you look at the dynamic of like children. Like you have no children, children? No? Okay, beautiful. Thing. Got two cats. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> my, my child now is no longer a child. Yep. She's 20. You know what I mean? She'll be adult, 21 adult. in a few months. Mm-hmm. How much spaces do I have to deal with somebody who may have children? And then it depends on how young is the child. Because I'm already at the point where I know I'm not having more kids. Right. That then slices off a whole portion of my dating. It's true, right? Because because there are people that I could that I still meet, but they want to have children. But you're done. And I have to say that's not where I'm at. From the door. Right. Because if you don't and you linger, see, I've been called selfish for stating that. Early. And, and I don't, don't think, think that's selfish. I feel like that's me saying to yeah. you, this is what I don't want. If you don't want that, someone walk now before we get a test. selfish right. for you owning your own, like, like that's, that's, that's your life. Like, somebody calling you yeah. selfish for right. not wanting children, right. like they're being selfish because they're interested in you, and you're selfish because you just took yourself off the table. And, and you're like, but it could be also, something magical. That's one of the benefits <laughs> to, that's one of the benefits of being older and dating, right? right. Because you, communicating. you, well, you can communicate it, right? Earlier, you, know, yeah. you know exactly what you want. You don't really have to compromise the places you don't feel like you need to compromise. Yeah. Which is different when you're younger, mm-hmm. right? You may feel like, because you just don't have enough life experience to be like, you know, I could just be this thing and be okay being this thing. I don't mm-hmm. have to change this to appease somebody else because I may not get another one, yeah. right? Yeah. So you have, once you get older, you realize you have these options. Like, oh, listen, I don't need to do these things. I'll look for somebody that'll fit this yeah. thing, right. which is not something, we'll say most guys don't have younger, yeah. right? And that's stuff you get as you get older mm-hmm. and become wise as you acquire. So that's that's the one of the cool things about being older. But there is the rule. I don't know if you guys are what familiar with it. What is the rule? I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> bros have, before hoes. Is he gonna run? Hoes, not your girlfriend. <laughs> oh, Jesus or your wife. Christ. Jesus Christ, Leroy. Half <laughs> your age mm-hmm. plus seven for men is right. Is, is, nah, do the math. Do the math. Do the math. I'm not doing the math. Do the math. What's the so if if you're forty? Half my age. No, no. So if you're no, not you. That's disgusting. Right, you gotta, you gotta get. That's you gotta get dessert. So no, no. So like, because if you're, if, so no. But it goes back to what I was telling you before. Actually, this is actually, actually, if you do the math, it goes back to what I was telling you before. If you're 40, that means 27 as a baseline, as a, as a, right, as a cut, as a cut, right. which is right, which is which is a realistic cut, right, right, 27 at 40. Right, you, you obviously yeah, from a math perspective, you can't go younger. Right. And I'm beyond <laughs> forty, so I'm in the range of like right. twenty nine and up. At the certain, you know what I mean. So and like, I have a twenty year old child, so it's, there's only but so far I can go. Yeah, you can't. You can't no, actually, yeah, we can have fun, but we can't yeah, go yeah, seriously because yeah, yeah, yeah. a certain age. You know, but like, but I think you guys generally though, mm-hmm. not afraid, but more weary about going younger guy. Yeah, mm. you know that I am. Which, listen, I tell you, you Why guys... Is that? is that a maturity thing? Yes. However, mm-hmm. I, I have dated... Do I you have buy into now, that you would mature faster? 
as a woman. No, not at all. You don't um, think so? I don't subscribe to that um, either. You guys don't think I, so? I think it depends on the person, I like that. but like, it does the, let's just say, thing. like, okay. my experience, do you, do you think, yeah. though, like, I just literally went out with someone like a year older than me, very immature, and then and now like going out with people younger than me, and they're way more mature, and so I'm like, huh, I don't think it's an age thing, and I don't think it's a gender thing. Well, now younger than you is older, right, a little bit now. So like, what's, so when you say younger than you, what is the number you so like, 27, 20, 29? No, I would never do 27. Oh, what is no that offense. about? No offense. It's Why not? Like even weird. Like the youngest that I'm dating now is 29. And to me, that's like a good. little. Was that five? Place. Five years, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like, so, but, okay. We'll say five for you is better, right? Because, okay. So, just that's worrying about being set in ways, right? Mm-hmm. As we get older. Less so when you're a younger guy. Yeah. Right? So, being that as far as communication, you could you could come up at the same time. Like I hate the term grooming because grooming is a weird word. <laughs> I mean, where are we talking about? But like, it's an but, accurate word for something. So. For something, but this this is different because 27, 28, 29, well, we're your adults, brain starts right? Developing at twenty five, so after that. So 27, 28, yeah. So we'll say twenty nine, actual yeah. adult, right? Those are actual adult ages, okay. right? But still at an age of learning. Yeah. Right, which for you. 33, 34, 30, you know, four-year-old women are able to, hey, listen, you could kind of teach that age where they're still an adult, listen right? Listen to me. Right. No, but right. not listen, but like, listen, because at a, I've, I've done, done this before. You know, like, you should listen. Wise. But, but it's, wise. it's wisdom yeah, at that wisdom, age, right? right? Okay. But it's still old enough for the guy to have most of his stuff together. Mm, yeah. So it's not a kid. Yeah, no, right? if they have their stuff together, it's very different than So, them. like, that 27, that's a bunk the age now. 27 is a sweet spot. Is you a 27 year old, man? No, my little sister is 26 years old. I am oh, bumping it down to 27. Dude. I am bumping it down to 27. That's gross. Well, okay, well, I'm not saying. Yeah, this is 26. You have a baseline you're right. based on. Your sister can't, yeah, right. It has to be 30, 29, oh, 30. Yeah. But there's so many different criteria, right? So you go over, like, the whole kid. But I wouldn't judge somebody who's my age who's dating a 27 year old, but for me, it just. I think because I'm so locked in, because my sister, who is 26 years old, she's okay. also the baby of the family. She okay. literally acts. There's like, a lot. She acts like a child sometimes. Where I'm just like, hmm. how could anyone? Kettle. But the categories, <laughs> the categories change now because it used to be like you know, is the person's finances in mm-hmm. yeah. Do they drive? How can we build this life together? Yeah. But now I think, and it's perfect that we're sitting here. You then have to date according to like how much could you take a man seriously that does not take care of their body, does not work out on any type of regular basis. That is not a criteria where I look at people because I want to see how well do you take care of your body? Because the goal is to live long and to be healthy. So, you know, is there a point where, and I don't believe that it's being, uh, what do we call it, uh, shallow? Yeah, no. To be like, oh, I don't want to date a person that's overweight. Not only that, I think, I think everybody's entitled to their preference. Yeah. Anyway, right. right. So whether it's Dean or Shal or not, preference is a preference. But to your point about being healthy, right, right as a, I think it's relative, unfortunately, and people put different markers on what actually is healthy, mm-hmm. right? Um, so we'll say for me. And actually, you know what? I'll say for me, I'll say most of the trainers I know. Okay. Most of their wives, girlfriends, spouses are not into fitness like that, right? right? Because right. it's not as big as a thing for them to be in it, in it, as long as they're happy with themselves and obviously relatively healthy, okay. right? Super okay, right? Even though we may be around women who look a certain way because they're in it, in it, right. not generally a thing, 
However, most of the women trainers I know who are in a fitness, uh-huh. their spouses are off, usually always fitness dudes. Right. You, I'm talking like trainers, bodybuilders, mm-hmm. things like that. Instructors yeah. um, a little bit different because a little like aesthetically, is not a lot put on instructors as opposed to like if you're an actual personal trainer, you know, competitor, yeah. things like that. Yeah. So I can say like 99% of humans I know who are competitors, trainers, their spouses also that. Okay. I, we were talking about this because I said mm-hmm. I don't care if they go to the gym or anything. I don't care if they work out, but they have to be active. active. They have to be active. Right. Because like I like to go hiking. Right. And I like to do things outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not traditional, but they still have to be active. And to hike, you have to be in good shape if you like aggressive walking. Um, <laughs> you like, if you like, if you like climbing on shit. But that's what, that's what I meant. Like, you have to be in shape. So it's still also a marker for you just being in yeah. good general shape. shape. Yeah, I make fun of this shit. I understand you still have to be in good shape to do yes. these things. But their diet tired. Um, Their diet. So I'm a vegan. So, like, I got, like, a whole different diet. Um, I don't really care as long as they feel good. If they're eating a diet where they feel good, then it doesn't really bother me. But everybody that I'm dating is pretty much somebody who takes... I gotta, I'm not gonna lie, most of them take care of themselves. Does that matter to you though? If no. like, no, 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 no. not that. I mean, like, I mean, like, if, if somebody you're dating is vegan and not, like, is well, it, I don't care. is no, like, I've never dated not a vegan, okay. I'm not into them. So I think that's the man women dynamic. <laughs> you realize how obnoxious it is. <laughs> we, we are creatures of sight. Yeah. Right. Whereas women are more, uh, more all encompassing. Right. Mm-hmm. Because to your point, the women I know who date, fitness guys is not so much how they look is a dedication to fitness and being healthy and that stuff as opposed to like visual Mm -hmm. very true very true makes sense i agree with that dating's weird in general dating is weird man thank god i'm out the fucking game more power to you folk you are (laughs) out the game for how long fuck 12 years very long time man out that dating game that's good don't get back in Nope. Oh well, it won't be my choice. Yeah, no, he is so lucky. His it won't be my choice. Hmm? I came in halfway through the conversation. Oh, we're talking about. I'll ask that if he's still effects. banged up from football and affected after, the like after that. effects. The yeah, after effects, effects of, of uh, life enjoyed. You know what I mean? Uh, man, so I tell you, you know, I knew. So my last year of football, first of all, I knew it was going to be my last year subconsciously because I didn't get no new gear. Okay. No new cleats, right. no new gloves. So I'm like subconsciously, I'm like. Did you play until they like? Did you guys just play until they were like, no more? No, nah, that's not saying for football works. Nobody ever tells you no more. Yeah. 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 Letting you come. Ew. You want? You you play <laughs> forever. Uh, but even let's say like even let's say at a pro level, right? Uh-huh. You play either to you're good enough to retire or nobody's gonna pay you anymore. Gotcha. That's essentially how stuff works with all like elite level sports, mm-hmm. right? right? But like so for me. I kind of subconsciously knew it was probably going to be my last year. I just wasn't playing for that team anymore, right? So I didn't get no new gear, nothing like that. So what really made it, like, official is um, this dude blew out his knee, uh, Carl. So he blew out his knee. Um, I, he played linebacker opposite of me, mm-hmm. right? Knee blown up. And I saw him come to work every day mm-hmm. with, like, a fucked up leg and knee. I'm like, Mm-mm. No, nah, I don't want this. nah, I want this, right? Because it felt selfish a little bit at that point for what me. What do you mean? Like, because no PTO days, right? Mm-hmm. No coverage, right. the kind of job I had, right? right? We didn't have those things. So if I wasn't working, I wasn't making money, mm-hmm. right? So it was like, all right, the risk is not worth mm-hmm. 
whatever the fuck I'm gonna get out so of football. I wouldn't call it selfish. Point. I would call that you thinking about. Yourself. No, meaning like mean selfish. Mean like if I would keep playing, right? For me, it would, feel, it would be selfish. Oh, okay. That's my. I would have kept playing. Because you start thinking about the risks. Right? Yeah. And Which, not something I ever thought about before. Right. Was risk. Jamal Davis was what started to in my mind. Really. You know, the guy yeah. From the Seminoles, mm-hmm. the Seminoles. Yeah. Him. But uh, Jamal Davis was a man that. Uh, was became a paraplegic yeah. um, and then passed away in the hospital. Oh, goodness. You know what I mean? And the thought of like, what do you, like, how do you, it started to creep in. Like, yeah. I don't know if this is what I need to be doing now. anymore. Mm-hmm. You just start thinking about it. You lose that fuck it that you had when right. you were young. Cause when you're young, you're like, fuck it. And there was another you kid, a, a former teammate of mine, Dewan Hadley, that passed away. Mm-hmm. Same similar injury, spinal injury uh, in Connecticut. He was, I think they were in Bridgeport that night. Okay. Same for like a small team called like the, and literally the, the team was named the Unknowns. Which is why I could never <laughs> join that team. Doing we were teammates really on good. a team called the Packers, <laughs> which is legitimate. <laughs> when they unknowns. were like, they were like, why don't you come out for this team? And I was like, what's that no. team? They were like, the Unknowns. Nah, I was like, why would you I ain't going to be able to do it. Ain't no way. I ain't going to be able to do ain't it. Ain't no way. But yeah, he passed away. That night, you know, the way yeah. he hit him and ruptured his spine, and, you know, and that was it. So that's when the thought starts okay. to creep in. That's wild because, like, even how I played, I never thought about head stuff, mm. right? Like, that would never be a reason. The way you played, mm. yeah, you would think. You would think. <laughs> you would think. It was always like, man, what if I blow out my knee? What if I get an ACL? Mm. Like, those are always the things that cause me pause. Even, like, if I pull back from contact, it would right. be like, around the area, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm like... Friendly fine. Right? I'm like, I don't want to fuck up this shit and my knees fucked up. I can't make it work. Those... Are, for whatever reason, the head was never like, nah, I'll put my head right you, into this dude's helmet. Did coaches and stuff, did they ever talk to you guys about the risk that you were taking on? Well, not at our level of football. One, yeah. it just wouldn't be a conversation. But, even but those type of conversations generally school. comes from... You should... Parents should have that conversation with their kids, yeah. right? And then, you know, I, so I think contact football, maybe eighth grade and up. Yeah. It, you right. Know, like, you never need you to hit before that. You should not start that early. Right? You, should, you never need to hit before. You, you barely even need to hit in the eighth grade, make contact football. You can realistically start freshman you can year it out in high and figure it out in high school, right? Late bloomers always did well. Right. Yeah. So, like, but as far as, like, like youth football... Yeah. Like, you should never have contact. And then, you know, unfortunately, everybody is not... Everybody who is a coach shouldn't be a coach. Everybody's not qualified to coach, right? right? And, you know, we've seen these things with a couple of dudes getting, like, killed in, like, Mm -hmm. Texas and Florida. Like, some people take this to a place it doesn't need to be. Um, So, yeah, the kid's safety is not even going to be a concern, right? That's, like, secondary to a lot of these people, right? So... I don't think enough of these conversations... Well, probably they're better now, right? Yeah. Where we're having conversations. There's all this information on CTE. Yeah. But, like, when we played, yeah. I had to earn water breaks. No, while that is... The amount... The level to... of concern that is being taken <laughs> for the children now are things that I would have died for. Yeah. yeah. We had to earn water, water breaks. Literally. So... You want water? Steph, Steph's a little bit older. <laughs> we didn't get water breaks released until Corey Stringer died. Corey String was a, a, a yeah. NFL lineman who Vikings. died from yeah. dehydration, mm-hmm. right? And that's when Coach was like, oh, maybe we should get this kid some maybe water. Maybe they should have water. <laughs> maybe these kids should have some water, right? Yeah, no. So that wasn't, that wasn't a thing for us. So I think now, I want to say more education, more liability. Yeah. Coaches are taking more of an interest in the health of these kids yeah. coming up. 
I was a, I was a nanny for a family, and the mother said, "The kid's big. He's gonna be he's gonna be huge." She's like, "He will never step on a football field." Mm. She's like, "He will never step on a football." Like he's never. Yeah. She was like, "No, he can play anything else." Yeah. She's like, "Your head, no." Baseball's yeah. a sport. Baseball. Listen, I never I never knock parents at having that that com like having that feeling. I never thought about. I would de- like my kids are gonna play. Like they want to play. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't. That's not even a thought in my head. Yeah. Like they don't have to hit till eighth grade or seventh grade, whatever. But they're gonna play. They want to play. Do you think when you actually have your children, you might change your mind? Nah. No. And and it helps that you know Steph's an athlete too. She plays yeah. soccer all life. Yeah. So like so we're on the same page in terms of like you know kids in sports. You know why they're doing sports and mm-hmm. how re- how realistic. We are about our kids' future in these sports, right? Which yeah, is also yeah, yeah. a thing Fair too. Enough. So yeah. we we don't get delusion like this right. is our chance. Yeah. To, we don't have to yeah. live vicariously through. Right. Like I'm happy with my football career. Right. You know, she yeah. still plays. Right. Yeah. So we don't have to live vicariously through kids. So I think that's a thing too that's also beneficial. And so. the unrealistic chase of money, like the, yep. the wealth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I had a short indoor stint. It's like arena football. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've heard of it. It's like a shorter field. So the last place I was. Ohio, Steubenville, Ohio. I've never even heard of it. No, never. It's in the middle of nowhere, but it's like a stone's throw away. You could, you could literally, from where we stayed, we you could see Mm -hmm. uh, Three Rivers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So one night, game's over, and the owner. It's pay night. Mm -hmm. This guy disappears. Like, and I'm in a hotel. We're all in a hotel, and like everybody's like, "Yo, so yeah, like the owner's." He's gone and disappeared. Like ghosted. Like, he ghosted. Joe. This is, <laughs> that happened this is, in this the. This is the last stop for me. In this <laughs> like, type right. of season. Yeah. I'd rather play for fun. But that yeah. happened in XFL, right? Yeah. Was, was it XFL? Where, was like, XFL? recently, or one, one or two, right? Like, this summer, like, the, the league folded and the dudes had to leave their hotel. Yeah. yeah. No no flight home, nothing. Right. Say, hey, listen, right. you gotta be out by this time. Just to check out. Like, you know what? Chasing that, chasing that. This whole pro dream, we could end this, yeah. yeah. End this. We're not chasing people. For- so the, the closer you get to self-aware, the, the better. Very true. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to wrap this up. This is fun. Thank you so much for coming. It was lovely great. to meet you. I'll, yeah, I'll edit this in a way that is better <laughs> because you, you usually just stop it and then re-record it. You just like transition to a fucking ending. What? <laughs> doing we just like we just you were like let's wrap this up we did right. it. Right. yeah that would have been the stop we I would have chopped this shit up just and then, wrapped and then, it i'm sorry boom. we just saved you from some